podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Adam McCarty, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And we're here with Derby's finest. He's got the shirt on, Mr. Sam Jones. Sam, how's things this Sunday morning, mate? It's a big day for, for, for Derby today, Andrew. So um, if, if Derby lose today, delete this interview or just kind of... I'm going to the game, so but you have to kind of just like scribble it out or something now. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Listen, support them, win, lose or draw, mate. That's the main thing. Mate, they're in League One, mate, of course. <laughs> well, let's just jump straight to it, big man. Uh, I don't know if you stayed up, if you're, if you're, if you're old, as old like me, you go to bed and then wake up the next morning to watch the big fights. But yeah, John Ryder, what a set of balls that man's got. Man, great, great performance against Canelo, but Canelo's just proving why he's pound for pound. Do you know what, Andrew? I wasn't scheduled. I didn't set my alarm to work because I was very tired. My, my little boy's not been very well. So I thought, oh, I need, a, I need to get to sleep. But I woke up and I, and I watched it from, um, I think, round two. And, mate, John Ryder, probably, no, I'd say it is. It's the best attempt by a Brit. I know it's consolation. I know nobody wants a consolation. But I think there's going into the Lions Den in Vegas to fight Canelo, but going into the Lions Den in Guadalajara with all the people booing you, coming into the ring, John Ryder needs a hell of a lot of credit. And Tony Sims does as well, because I thought he was excellent in the court. He's very calm. Mm. Um, and he, he, get, he does get his props, but I, just, I think he's a very underrated trainer still, Tony Sims. I think he's a fantastic trainer. And uh, yeah, and I hope John Ryder... I, I, I want it, I want to see him win a world title. Do you know what I mean? I, I, re, I really, I'd love to see him win a world title before he retires. But I thought, no, he gave an amazing account of himself against uh, an all-time great in Canelo. Just elaborating on what you said there, Canelo actually said that as well, that John Ryder's the best of the eight Brits that he's faced as well. So, um, obviously, it is a consolation prize going 12 rounds with Canelo, but you still lost the fight, like you say. But it, it was a gutsy performance with the broken nose, the early knockdown. Yeah, but he was he was banging his chest like the gorilla he is, and then do you know what I mean? He was he was fighting. That's what the Mexican fans love. I've seen it with Liam Smith and even Josh Taylor against Ramirez. If you put up a fight against a Mexican fighter and show them that you go out on your shield, oh, they'll love you. you. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what John Ryder did last night. Yeah, absolutely. You can't listen. You can't ask any more of John Ryder uh, from from yesterday. Broke his nose as well for the first time in his career. I just think he needs all the credit in the world and uh, hopefully he gets another big fart off the back of it because he looks like he's got plenty left in the tank for me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for him. You mentioned the world title for John Ryder, though, but with Canelo having all the belts at 168, you're going to have to vacate yeah. all them first. Yeah, I don't, I don't, Canelo will do whatever he wants, won't he? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure Canelo won't be fighting many many managers. I think Canelo's got his eyes set on Bivol. And then hopefully you'll fight someone like Benavidez uh, in the in in Cinco de Mayo next year. Uh, that's what I would like to see anyway. Right, Bevel though, Bevel said he wants to come down at one sixty eight for the undisputed, but then Canelo said that no, 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 no. Same, same as everything as the first fight. Yeah, because he, he, he because he knows he knows that he won't get the credit for beating him if he beats him if Bivol gets down to that to that weight. But listen. In my opinion, that's Canelo's best chance of beating him if he comes down to, to 68. So, I don't know. It's up to, I suppose it's up to Canelo, really. If, if Bivol's saying that he wants to do that, then <laughs> I'd, I'd, uh, I'd oblige. <laughs> exactly. But money talks, but is there enough money in boxing? Because Canelo's obviously came out and said in that post-fight press conference as well that it basically shut down the Benavides fight. He said he doesn't want to fight another Mexican. 
But as a selfish boxing fan, you know when two Mexicans go at it, it's nothing but a war, fan friendly. Everyone's up on this, uh, out their seats but watching that, it. That's the fight I want to. That's the fight we. Well, I want to see for Canelo. I want to see two Mexicans going in there and and having it. It'll be it'll be a fantastic spectacle between Benavidez. I think their styles will gel incredibly well as well. Because I mean, Benavidez comes to fight Canelo does as well. You're going to get a fantastic fight there. Sam, can you see it happening? Obviously, why do you think Canelo is saying that he doesn't want to fight another Mexican? Obviously, he's, he's a proud Mexican. You see the way he. He represents his country and the and, and the uh, Mexico. So why do you think Canelo doesn't want to fight another Mexican and somebody like Benavidez? I'm not going to say because Canelo doesn't like fancy the fight because it's very hard to tell. Listen, Canelo, look at his career. He, he fights everybody. He does fight everybody. I think he probably feels that Benavidez is this young guy coming up. He's strong. He's done everything else, and he looks. He's a he's a he's a handful, Benavidez. And Canelo's probably thinking he's Benavidez is coming like into his prime years. Canelo's arguably just on mm. the decline, and he's thinking, "Why should I give you that opportunity when you've not really boxed anybody?" Obviously, his last fight against Caleb Plant, he done, he done, he done very well. Mm. But other than that. Not really, nowhere near to the level that Canelo has, and Canelo's probably thinking. Um, sorry, what I was, what I was saying is, is that's probably the reason why he's probably thinking that you're coming into your prime years. Um, I, I, I'm kind of, I think, not that I think Canelo thinks he's in the decline because I'm, I'm sure he, he doesn't, but I'm thinking he doesn't really want to probably give him that opportunity. It's a risk, Canelo, and, and to lose against another Mexican. And you're That's what I mean. It's unthinkable. Yeah. It's unthinkable for for Canelo to lose against another Mexico. Listen, I don't know Canelo. I've never met the guy, so I don't know how his thought process is. But he's clear. He, listen, Canelo's never ducked anybody, and I'm, it's hard to say he's doing that. But I think he's probably thinking there's different routes he can go in his career than fighting David Benavides. Definitely, and I like. I mean, Canelo is is as a superstar in his own right, and he says as well that he's got many years left in boxing, but. How many more big fights is there out there for him in the Bevel rematch? Who else is out there for him? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, 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 there's very, he's, he's cleaned up 168. Is he too small for 175? It's, it's one of them tough questions that he wants to stay in boxing for a long time, but who's who's left to fight? Other than Benny. Yeah. That's what I mean. And, and the fans will push him for it. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure the Mexican fans will demand it as well and it's going to be hard for him to sit out. Who knows, Andrew? We'll see, we'll, let's see what happens. I know Canelo will probably have to go over there to fight Benavides as well because PBC don't really work with Eddie, do they? Don't, they don't really get on. So, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see, Andy. But let's hope so, because we just want all these big fights to happen, don't we? Well, let's talk about the big fights. Well, not, it's not a big fight yet, but it's, it's probably one that you've got a keen eye on. Um, I just want to get your reaction, first of all, to Regis Progre, the WBC 140-pound champion, sign him a match for him. Your your thoughts to that? Um, I know Regis. I knew Regis, Regis pretty well. He's a great guy. He's an incredible fighter. Um, and I'm really happy for him, if I'm honest. I, I'm, I, he's he's going to have a home. He's going to get promoted. And I think it's fantastic. But um, Jack Catchell, we, we want that fight. Mm. We want that fight, Andy. So 
I've I've made it very clear to Eddie and Jack made it say made it very clear to me that's the fight he wants. Um, he's got a job to do with Daryl Foley, who's who's a very game fighter coming off a big win. Um, but then after that, mate, we want Regis Progre. But Regis has a tough fight as well against Paro on the June seventeenth. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, sure. There's no overlooking anything. But I think Regis is is on fire at the moment, so um, I expect him to come out of that fight. Where would Jack want it? Obviously, Jack. He's he's he spotted Canelo. He, I remember years and years ago he spotted Canelo and he spotted Floyd Mayweather. He's been all over the US. I don't think he's fought in the US, has he, Jack? No, he's not fought no. in the US. So would that be a dream come true for Jack? You know him very well, Jack. Would that be a dream come true for him to fight no. something? Progray for the. World I think, I think we, we prefer it in Manchester. But uh, <laughs> no, like listen, Jack. Jack's one of them people, Andy. That uh, when I say this, he will fight. He wants to fight all of the big names or everyone. I mean, look, there's the Taylor rematch that's always going to be there. The Tiafimo Lopez, whoever wins that fight, there's Devin Haney coming back to 140. Lopez is a free agent after this, so. It's, the 140 division is incredible, mate. Ryan Garcia is coming up. Jack will fight him in a heartbeat. So there's some great fights to be made. For Jack, though, Darth, Darth Foley, uh, it's been over a year for him since he's fought now, I think, is it? It's been well over a year. Yeah, well over, well over a year now. Yeah, can, can, obviously Jack's had a rough time a bit. Before the Josh Taylor fight, it was a year or so. So he's only had like maybe one 12-round fight in the best part of two and a half years. So... He can't take his eye off the ball against somebody like Darrell Foley. No, mate, mate, absolutely not, absolutely not. That's the sole focus. Um, because look, you you don't get through him, then there's no big fight. So it's it's uh, it's um, he's got to do it, and he's got to look good as well, which I, which I'm certain he will. I know he's flying in the gym, so really looking forward to that fight, Andy. Definitely. Well, Sam, let's just a hard segue left, and I just want you to clarify something. I'm going to read a tweet of yours. All right. If you could just clarify what you mean by it. If you're a wrestling fan, you'd probably know what Sam's talking about. But if you're not, then Sam's going to clarify it for you. This is Sam's tweet. Eddie is like Vince McMahon back in Monday Night Wars. Everyone was concerned when he allowed a few established stars to leave to go to the WCW. Um, are you comparing Eddie Hearn to Vince McMahon? And shalom to Ben uh, Eric Bischoff, which is a great comparison, by the way. Eric Bischoff's a fantastic operator. Um, I think, listen, my, 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 the reason behind that and the reason why I think so many people are, are, are agreeing, because, listen, back in the day, in 1996, 97, WCW had a big pot of money, yeah? It was run by a guy called Ted Turner, mm -hmm. yeah? <laughs> and he gave Eric Bischoff, like, an open checkbook to sign who he wanted, basically. And Vince McMahon at this point is, I'm sure, I don't know whether he's a billionaire, but he's, he's got plenty of money still. And these wrestlers are kind of going up to Vince and saying, look, this is what I'm being offered. Can you match it? And Vince is like, he can match it, but he doesn't, he's thinking, listen, if you're being offered that, kind of go over there. And that's what I kind of think's happening in this sense. I kind of think that if Eddie put his arm around a Boatsy, put his arm around the Cody's, the Billum Smiths of, of, of the world, um, and kind of said, look, this is what we're going to do. I believe they would have all stayed with with with, um, with Eddie, but Eddie's not strategically let them go. I just think that Eddie's kind of thought, listen, if that's what you want to do, and like, like we're not we're not prepared to offer you the same money as uh, as uh, WCW over there. So no, listen, it's a great competitive market. Um, 
I think Scott, listen, I think I think Ben's doing a good job. I think he's doing a good job. I think his matchmaking needs to be better for the, for these uh, established fighters. I mean, listen, the prospects like Adam Azim, like Adam Azim, even though he's had a good, fantastic amateur career, he's still a young kid. So I'm happy that like, to watch him mm. keep having these 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 tests that he's having. But someone like Ben Whitaker should not be fighting. What's his name? Joe Grant. He, Jordan, he just shouldn't. Jordan, Jordan Grant. Yeah. Jordan Grant. He just shouldn't be in the ring with him. And that's no disrespect to Jordan Grant, but because he's game as a badger, by the way, and fair credit to him. But you can't be fighting your next Tommy Fury opponents, Andy. Prime mm. time on Sky. Like you, you can't be doing that, in my personal opinion. Not when you're as good as Ben Whitaker, because Ben Whitaker is mustard, mate. Mustard of a fighter. So. Um, I think the matchmaking is better. The Fraser Clark matchmaking has been poor. Ben Whitaker's matchmaking poor. He's got to be better. Got to be better. I mean, the guy that Boatsy boxed yesterday. If Boatsy would have blitzed him in three rounds, he still wouldn't have got any credit because no one knows who that Polish man is. Mm-hmm. Boatsy is thirty years old. I know he's been out of the ring, but mate, you're thirty years old and like you've 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 just coming off a great win against a fantastic fighter in Craig Richards. Crack on, push on, and you're fighting Stepien. Stepien, yeah. I'm not interested in it, Andrew. I watched it yesterday, and I felt sorry for him, to be perfectly honest with you, like I did with Akoli. Because, listen, I've got a load of time for Akoli. I'd say Akoli's a mate of mine. So I felt sorry for Akoli, but I felt sorry for Boatsy because people were leaving the crowd, um, and Boatsy's better than what the performance he showed yesterday, but... Mate, the opponent, he has to be big fights. If he's gone over there and he's fighting Dan Aziz, fight Dan Aziz. That's, that's a fight people will get behind. So go over there and fight Dan Aziz and then let's see the Anthony Yard fight. Because listen, there's one thing about Anthony Yard. Anthony Yard has fought, boxed a few with the greatest of respect, but below par opponents. But when, when Yard has been asked to step up, he's gone into the Lions Den in Russia and fought Kovalev. Mm-hmm. He's then gone and fought Better Biev. So no one can accuse Anthony Yard of shirking a challenge because he doesn't shirk a challenge. So we need to see that same with Boaxi, in my opinion. And I say this as a as a fan, not as someone that's being critical. I'm just saying that's what we fans need to see with Boaxi. I I think yeah, I think when you're talking about uh, especially the light heavyweight division in in the in the UK, with obviously Ben Whitaker coming up, you mentioned. You mentioned Boatsy and and Dan Aziz and and Yard, but you've still got the guys like Lyndon Arthur there. It's, it's a it's a great division here domestically. There's some great fights. So if all these guys can fight each other, fight each other again, maybe in trilogies. And, and that, that's what it one. is. But it's like with, with Fraser Clark, someone like Fraser Clark. Fraser Clark's good enough to to, to operate. Uh, like he should be at this this this. He shouldn't be boxing the guys he's boxed. Uh, Fraser Clark and as I say Ben Whitaker yesterday could have should have boxed in Birmingham against Ricky Summers mm. that should have been the fight for, for Ben Whitaker no disrespect to Ricky Summers because again very game good fighter but Ben Whitaker's it's just it was just a pointless exercise yesterday, yesterday. I love Ben Whitaker massive fan massive massive fan of Ben massive fan of Ben can go all of the, all of the way and, and, and beyond you know what I mean he's got a superstar written all over him but no, shouldn't be in the ring with somebody like Jordan Grant. I mean, Ben Whitaker, he's got that style, though, hasn't he? I mean, he's, he does get a lot of stick online for the, the dancing. Yeah, but people watch him, Andy. People yeah. watch him. People are, people are going to watch him regardless. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. yesterday I tweeted this as well. No matter what happens going forward in this show, this show is about Ben Whitaker. 
And that's the and that's just like if anything, Ben Whitaker kind of took the heat off Boatsy's performance a little bit because people are still talking about Ben Whitaker. He's the one getting all of the views. Mm. So he, he kind of took the heat off Boatsy's performance a little bit. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was boxing's boxing. You've been in the game long enough, but um, you've got some your your fighters, some of the fighters that you work with. I've got some big fights lining up, so it's going to be a a busy finish to this twenty twenty three for yourself, Sam. Yeah, mate. Listen, there's a lot, lot. I'm doing a lot of stuff now, mate. I'm 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 enjoying it. As I say, I'm blessed to be working with somebody like Jack Catchell because genuinely, you couldn't meet a nicer, more genuine human being than him. Um, and he des- he deserves what he- he's going to get out of boxing. He's going to go. He's he's going to get what's 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 due, what's what's coming to him, Jack, very very soon because he should already be world champion. But we won't go there, Andy. We won't go there. But um, he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna be collecting some belts this year. Good stuff. Good stuff. Brad. Listen, and what I will say, Sam, it's uh, Sunday morning. Your your Rams are taking on Wednesday this afternoon. So good luck with that, brother. Um, Listen, if they win, I'll give you a wee text, a wee thumbs up, mate, all right? Thank you very much, Andy. Take care, my friend. Enjoy your Sunday, Sam. See you later, mate. Bye-bye, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.